0: Next slide, please. Uh, today is um, today is Easter Sunday, and um, it has to be the most amazing thing that Jesus would die for our sins, but that God would raise Him from the dead, and that is the most amazing thing. And you know, it's our sign. It's our it's our it's it, it tells us that God truly loves us and wants us to be with Him for eternity. Matthew 28, we read now after the Sabbath towards toward dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow. And for fear of the him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid, for I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. Jesus has risen. The death, burial and resurrection of Jesus, arguably the most significant event in all of human history. The resurrection is the bringing of salvation. It's about bringing light into a dark world. And it's been God's plan from the very beginning. Next slide please. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the, He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him and without Him not, was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus is life, and his life is the light of men, and his light shines in the darkness, as we well know. Next slide, please. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded their minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord with ourselves as your servant for Jesus sake. For God who said. Let light shine out of darkness has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I I need to read over that more than once. To, 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 absorb it. Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. As disciples of Jesus, we've been blessed to see the light of the gospel in the glory of Christ. If Easter, if Easter Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus, Then to be a genuine celebration, it is a time to be grateful, truly grateful, that we get to walk in the light of this amazing salvation. Next slide, please. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is the light of life. Not only, not only is Jesus the light of the world, he actually is light. Next slide, please. But in his last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God. Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Jesus is the radiance of the glory. What does that mean? Well, Jesus gave three of his disciples a sneak preview. A sneak preview before he was arrested. Next slide, please. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Peter, James, and John saw something incredible. They saw who Jesus really is, or at least a grasp of what he really is, as he was transfigured. And his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. When I um, when I go out to pray in the mornings, I often get to see the sunrise. Next slide, please. I shared this with uh, Leicester Church a couple of weeks ago, and um, it's beautiful out there in the morning. And I, because I live on the outskirts of Leicester, I get to uh, you know walk in the fields. And, uh, it's just a glorious time in the morning and the sun comes up. And, uh, I occasionally take a few photos to try to capture the the beauty of it all. And, uh, one thing I noticed is that when, when you, when you photograph the rising sun from across the field, it's like, it's like the, the, even, even when it's that low in the sky, it's so powerful. There's like, it shines right through the trees as if they're not there. Next slide, please. See, it's like it obliterates all those branches of gone. You know, that that sun is 93 million miles away. Now, I don't know if anybody, there must be somebody listening today who's probably just turned 17. I don't know who's out there that's 17 years old, but here's the deal. If you if you if you travel on a passenger jet non-stop to the sun then it will take you 17 years to get there, apparently. I don't think anybody's tried it yet, um, but apparently it takes about that long. And yet, the light of the sun coming this way is so powerful that that's what you see. It's just amazing, just the strength of it and the light, the, the brilliance of it. It's just incredible. Well, what has that got to do with Jesus? Next slide, please. So when I, when I Google, when I, not Google, when I, when I, when I searched sunrise in the Bible, a few weeks ago I found this in Luke chapter 1, where, where, where Zechariah, father of John the Baptist, is, 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 is praising God and prophesying. And in, in Luke 1 verse 78 it says, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness, And in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the way of peace. Metaphorically, Jesus is the sunrise. You know, as the sun rises in the morning, you know, it's, it's night, it's dark. And as the sun rises, the darkness flees. The darkness runs from the light as the sun rises and brings light into the world as Jesus As the light of Jesus comes into our lives, the darkness flees. And 35 years ago, that's exactly what happened in my life. Because by the tender mercy of God alone, I was given the opportunity to study the Bible. I was reached out to by a work colleague um, back in 1985. And I was given the opportunity to uh, study the scriptures. I was an atheist at the time an atheist not 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 that I even considered myself that I was basically not anything I had I had no belief in god I I had never really stopped to think about it um I had never read the bible I had never attended a church there was nothing godly about my life but once a week At that time, I would meet up with a couple of guys from the Sydney Church of Christ and we would look at the scriptures. And after a few weeks, I felt this light entering my life in that many of the unanswered questions I had about life started to become answered through the Bible. So, you see, my life went from one of sitting in the darkness in the shadow of death, to the light of the truth that Jesus brings. And in the following weeks, as we studied God's word, my feet were guided into the way of peace and baptism, which I think is truly remarkable, because I have no belief at all. And yet, over a period of two, three months, two months, that happened. And what I think is important to mention to you is I wasn't even looking for God. From about from about the age of 19, I was really struggling with the the purpose of life. I didn't it didn't make any sense to me. I was working in the UK. I just I was completing an apprenticeship in Nottinghamshire. I I had a job. I was earning a bit of money and I just couldn't it just didn't make any sense. Doesn't it make any sense to me at all that, that I would spend decades working, working, working. And then by the time I was old, oh, by the way, I, I distinctly remember this sitting, eating my lunch sandwiches in this factory in, in Newark. I remember thinking that I would be 50 and old before I could really afford to do anything with my life. <laughs> and now I'm 60 and I still struggle to think I'm old, but anyway, but I I, I just, life didn't make any sense, and so I was searching for answers, but the answers, I, it didn't cross my mind that the answers might be spiritual. But that is what I found several, you know, a few years later. I didn't know where to look, and I was not thinking that at all the answers lay in the spiritual realms. So God indeed was very gracious, because he provided the opportunity For me to be reached out to in Sydney once I'd moved there and to, and to, you know, come into contact with people that were sincere about the scriptures and, and truly understood about Jesus, the gospel, the good news, the death, burial and resurrection. And so I got baptized in 1985. All of us here today have experienced this, this passage in Luke chapter one in one way or another. We've all experienced that the son the sunrise has visited us from high. If we're disciples of Jesus, if we've repented and been baptized for the forgiveness of our, son, of, of our sins, the sunrise has certainly visited us from high. And our, our feet have been guided in the way of peace, which is truly remarkable. So as we take communion together, this is what we're reminding ourselves of, that we've been saved through the resurrection of Jesus. And we're called to live a resurrected life. Next slide, please. Peter writes, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for you. And then down in verse 13, therefore prepare your minds for action. Be sober minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not com- be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But he who is, who is called, but he who called you is holy. So also be holy in all your conduct. Peter 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 calls us to to um, to to prepare our minds for action. You know one of the, one of the ways we do that is by taking the bread and the wine each each week in remembrance of of the um, this amazing grace that we have in Jesus. Peter goes on in verse eighteen to say that we do this. You know we strive to live holy lives because we were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from our forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. The resurrected life that we're called to live is a repentant life, motivated by the grace of God. When we set our hope fully on the grace of God, it gives us the strength to not conform to the passions of our former ignorance, as Peter writes. Those former passions are always going to be hiding in the shadows, in the darkness, waiting for an opportunity to ambush our lives. But the more we prepare our minds for action, the more we grow, and the more the light of Christ shines in our lives, the more able we are to live holy lives, and to and to for what reason? But 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 to, but to glorify God. Our souls. Are already safe and secure with God in heaven. Our, our resurrection is already secure. It's set according to the scriptures. So in, in this remaining time, we have this opportunity for our lives to shine, to, 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 to present that resurrected life to those around us, friends, neighbors, families. That's what it's about. Which is why Peter says, you know, prepare our minds for action. You know, set our hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you. So as we take the bread and wine this morning, this amazing Easter Sunday. Let's really reflect, you know, and examine just, you know, our, our gratefulness and, our, and our, our desire and passion to set our hearts fully on the hope we have. And really live in this light, this glorious light of Christ. We really appreciate and thank you for the opportunity to share these thoughts with us this morning. And um, right now, we'll uh, we'll pray for the bread and the wine. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are truly grateful that we can be here this morning and and, and spend this time really examining Your Word and really. Uh, just really absorbing it really really taking it into our hearts and our minds and just be uh, amazed as always about just the the sacrifice you were willing to make by sending your son jesus but father death could not keep its hold on him it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him as as he raised from the dead on the third day father you resurrected him and through that you've shown us your promise that that, that is that is what you want for us. That is your desire, to raise us, for us to be with you for eternity. Father, I cannot, I cannot fathom that. I cannot understand why, why you, one so pure and holy, and perfect, powerful, across and above the entire universe, would want to share your 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 kingdom, your domain, with with sinful wretches like us. But you do, and for that, Father, we are eternally grateful. Lord, help us to never doubt. Your love for us. Help us never doubt our salvation. Father, help us to cast those doubts out of our, out of our lives because Father, your word promises, your, those promises are secure. It's not about how we feel emotionally on one day or another. Father, it's about you. It's about that, 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 that desire you have, which is, which is unshakable and we so appreciate it. Lord, we take this bread and wine now in remembrance of the, uh, painful sacrifice the, the the agony of the cross that jesus took upon himself father to pay the price for our sins lord we are grateful we're, we're thankful we're so we're so joyful father as we as we reflect on his resurrection that brought that all to an end and opened this doorway for us for it for eternity lord thank you thank you so much for your love thank you for jesus pray in jesus name amen